Hello and welcome to another great episode of Kill Your Yo-Yo, brought to you by Illinx. My name is Ross Levine, and this is the only podcast dedicated to yo-yo theory, improvisation, and performance. Uh, today, I am in San Luis Obispo visiting my boyfriend and my old uh, improvisation team, my improv team from college. Uh, so I'm up in San Luis Obispo, and my car... Uh, the lock stopped locking, so I brought my car into the mechanic, and right now it's getting fixed. And I was like, wow, what a perfect time to record another podcast episode. Um, so I, I can't have my notes app and also the voice recording app open at the same time. So I took some notes um, with my fingernail on the side of a dumpster. And so I have just like seven words written down about what this episode is going to be. And uh, yeah, let's record it. If it's too loud because uh, we're outside and maybe a car drives by, then I hope it's not too bad. But I'm uh, recording this uh, like I look like a vampire pulling my jacket up around my phone and my mouth. So hopefully it's got a nice like studio quality to it. But uh, let's get into it. What I want to talk to you about today is the melatonin video, the hype video that released about a day or two ago, we're up to like 200-something views at this point. I'm trying to get to 1,000 by March 22nd, and I need your help to do it. So share that link around, tell your friends, say how great it is. Um, I'm like, you know, totally unashamed. I think it's a great video. I love that video. I put a lot of work into it, and it's got a lot of ideas that I've spent a long time working on, put a lot of hours into making it, and I want as many people to see it as possible. Um, also to help sell out the uh the melatonin when that does come out which will be soon march 22nd uh keep an eye on yoyo sam and yoyotricks.com now let me tell you why this episode exists i went on richard pigcaso's show the throwdown he's doing a great job interviewing some yoyoers um i noticed though in his show it's a little bit more conversational he's not getting into theory uh, he's not getting into, like, deep trick analysis or anything. It's kind of just meet the players, find out what their background is. So I agreed to do that show, kind of expecting to, like, go deep into the analysis of, of why I made that video and, and the things behind it and the fun stories. And that wasn't really what it was, which is fine. That's what his show is. It was his show. And so I, I leaned into it, and I just we kind of hung out for an hour. It was a fun time. Uh, we covered some topics, a little bit of theory stuff, just a tiny bit. But uh, yeah, if you just want to hear us talking for an hour, check out that show and go follow him. He's a great guy. But this episode is to hit all the points that I didn't get to hit over there. So this is the, the deep, fun details for the true fans. Uh, <laughs> so I want to tell you, first of all, my goal of the video, which was growing up, there's always been yo-yo edits going out. There's, uh, you know, edits left and right of people doing tricks and they show off their newest tricks and they build up all these tricks and they show off all their tricks. And that's cool. Usually they're just trying to promote their yo-yo. And I was trying to promote my yo-yo too. And I was trying to promote some tricks, but I didn't want the video to just be tricks. A lot of the stuff in that video is stuff that's been on my Instagram before. There's some stuff that I haven't posted anywhere. Uh, some exclusives to that video, like a 1080 grind that I'll talk about soon. Um, but for the most part, it, it's kind of stuff that you've seen before um, in my style and uh, assembled there for a reason. But what I wanted to do with the tricks is uh, make the video a story told through yo-yoing, not just a yo-yo video, but a video that happens to use the medium of yo-yo to help push the story along. And what is that story? So that story is kind of 
it's 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 about that feeling. It's not really a story. Maybe it just captures an emotion or a feeling, but it it, it does it in sort of a story-like way. There is a beginning, middle, uh, resolution, uh, climax, and resolution. Um, in it and and what that story is it's that feeling of when you're trying to go to sleep and for me it's usually like if i had a cup of coffee at one o'clock and anything past 12 i'm gonna be up all night so if i had a cup of coffee at like one or three and i thought that it you know naively that it was going to be fine by the time i hit the bed and then i hit the bed and then i just can't go to sleep it's that feeling of when you're just stuck tossing and turning and if you notice at the beginning Everything from the editing um, to the, like, preparing to go to sleep, putting on my pajamas, uh, all of that is, like, very calm. There's a lot of, like, flowy edits between the, the clips. And then uh, all of the... And at the beginning, it's also, like, stretching and preparing. But then it sort of takes a turn. Some of the edits become really sharp, uh, just jump cuts from, from one trick to the next. And the tricks, all of those tricks... I started to put in the ones that kind of looked like a motor, like like the um, the 1A helicopter, for example. It just feels like a motor, like there's a lot of motion going around. And then there's the, the horizontal uh, 1A helicopter with the rotation of my body. So it's like a 360-degree spin of my body with the yo-yo going horizontal around and then my other hand going around that. And so it's just all this rotation and motion and spinning and that's that feeling. That's what it feels like to me when I'm sitting in bed and my brain just won't stop thinking. Um, and I just wanted to capture that. So then as the video goes on, uh, eventually, at one point, I won't give away what happens. Something changes and um, it's not a big reveal. It's kind of in the title. Something changes and it's in the title. I wonder what it could possibly be in the video called Melatonin. Uh, <laughs> so something changes and then everything becomes really flowy and a little almost psychedelic where there's tricks stacked on top of other tricks and things just blending together and the tricks all become very slow. And then finally I get to sleep. Uh, and so that's kind of the story arc that this video follows. And yeah, I think that that's something that doesn't really get done enough. And it's something that does come up in, you know, dance routines, for example, have stories typically and musicals are all a story, and uh, what else? Magic routines, stage magic routines often will tell a story. There's a really good um, routine about someone who fell asleep and then it was showing their nightmare, and there's a lot of magic going on, but really it was a stage production about their nightmare and what happened, and of course they're like appearing and disappearing and things are floating and stuff like that, but they're it's, you know, it's a performance. It's not just, ooh, look, I can float. I can make a person appear. There's, it's wrapped inside of a narrative and it's used to tell a story rather than just being there to show off. And that's what I was trying to do. And I feel that I, I did a pretty good job. I, I hope, um, based on the feedback, it sounds like people are getting that. And that's what I was hoping for. So, ah, oh, that's what I wanted to get across. Um, one other little thing towards the end, you'll notice there are four tricks that I do when everything's blending together in that sort of psychedelic portion. There's four different tricks and they're all 1A butterflies. And those I will get into. Eventually I'm going to start teaching classes and making tutorials and an online course and then eventually a book is what all that's leading up to. And uh, one of the core things is there are four 1A butterflies essentially 
Um, there are slack butterflies and arm butterflies, and then there's the two-handed and one-handed version. So that makes uh, four total, and I do all four of them. The last trick that I'm doing is a one-handed arm butterfly, and uh, I'm doing it with 180-degree uh, rotations of my body from side to side. And I just, I, I figured that trick out as I was filming, and it was just so cool. I loved how it looked, so I slapped that at the end. Um, but that's just a little nugget that that is the all four of those are there by design and they're all really the same they're different faces of the same trick and so look out for that when you're watching it um i also they they do blend together the videos blend together because i did them within routines i was trying to make while i was filming i was like making routines that would use those elements but i also um when i was editing I realized that was way too much footage. I wasn't just gonna have four long routines. So I blended them together and uh, let the videos play straight with just that video without any overlay, um, which you'll see uh, when the actual butterflies were happening. So you'll see four times where there isn't any blending of videos and that's where you can see those pure elements by themselves without any other stuff happening. Um, now let me tell you a little extra behind the scenes story. Uh, I almost died making this video. Uh, so this was, um, uh, there's the, the big climactic shot, uh, towards the end when I'm doing those arm butterflies, it, the, the arm butterfly is overlaid over this shot, this big climactic shot. When I was prepping to film that, I didn't actually have a camera out. Well, I did, but I, I wasn't really I, I knew i wasn't going to keep the footage because nothing was set up right but um I, I was testing out that shot and essentially i jumped backwards in my bed uh, and fall into the bed and i knew that that shot was like that was the nugget of the whole thing i was like i knew i needed to have that shot um and it, it really happens twice in the final video but the last the last one is what i'm talking about um so i, I knew that i wanted to have that shot in the the video and that was like you know the the core crystal that everything else grew around uh that became the video so um I, I was testing out how i wanted to frame it how i wanted it to look and i was essentially jumping backwards into my bed sorry if there's beeping there's a uh, a truck backing up across the street but i was i was jumping backwards into my bed over and over with my camera recording on slow-mo and uh, I did it a few times and I was realizing that I needed to jump higher and longer so that the video would be able to play for the amount of time so that I could make it as slow as I wanted it to be and for that clip to take up as much as time and have as much impact as I wanted it to. And as I was doing that, I was trying different levels of power of like jumping backwards. And at one point I slammed my hand into the windowsill of the, of the bed that's next to my bed. And I slammed it down really, really hard. Uh, and like, it, it bruised, it hurt really bad. And this was a few days before I filmed. So I recovered by the time I filmed, but uh, it, it really hurt and there's a lot of force there. And uh, as I was getting up from after that, first of all, I have, I might've deleted it, but I have footage of myself like realizing that I'm in pain and it's in slow motion. So, so that footage exists somewhere. And uh, but anyway, I get up and I realized that my hand was like just above my head. Like I was holding my hand above my head kind of for visual effect. 
and it wasn't that far above my head. Like it was barely, it was like right above my head. And so had I jumped a little bit harder, I would have smashed my, my brainstem essentially into the windowsill. And you know, that's, that's lights out <laughs> with that level of force. So that was really scary. And I went downstairs. Uh, I had music blasting in my room. I went downstairs and I was like, Hey mom, I just wanted to let you know I almost died. And she was like, Oh, I, I wouldn't have been able to, uh, tell. I thought that you were outside in the garage filming. And I was like, Oh great. So I would have died and not had anyone to save me. That's great. So there's a little tidbit of information. Nearly died making this video, so I hope that you enjoy it. I hope you watch it, because I almost gave my life for it. Uh, uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about is I've been getting a lot of feedback about the leg tricks. People really like the leg tricks. There's one leg trick that almost looks like a river dance, like a like a uh, Irish jig, where I'm like, you know, got the yo-yo going in between my legs and it's a repeater it's a repeater leg trick but not leg wrap trap it's actually a reverse leg wrap trap where instead of going uh clockwise it's going counterclockwise the the yo-yo is and i i figured out a, a method to make that work but a lot of that leg stuff is based on work done by my friend logan uh and his instagram take out your phone right now and follow yo-yo dinner logan there's no spaces or underscores or anything follow yo-yo dinner logan um he is a yo-yo performer he's a flow artist uh specializing in rope dart and he's really good at rope dart and he implements a lot of his rope dart principles into his yo-yoing and he taught me a lot a lot of rope dart stuff there's one trick called sunrise which is in the melatonin video and that's fully a rope dart trick just done with a yo-yo uh, it's way harder to do with a yo-yo than it is to do with rope dart. And it's really hard to do with rope dart. So that, that clip took me a long time, but I just wanted to shout him out and tell you, uh, to go follow him, especially because his old account, which I won't even say what it was. Um, his old account has, uh, it, it got hacked and he no longer has access to it. It does have some of his videos and you'll be able to see some of his really good yo-yoing and really good rope dart videos on that old account, but he no longer has access to it. It got hacked and taken over and he had 1000 followers. And now on his new account that he actually has access to, he has about 70. So uh, I'd really appreciate if you could go help him out. He is, uh, he's a, a, a friend of Illink's. Um, there will be an announcement about um, how much of a friend of Illinks he is uh, eventually. And uh, yeah, so I really hope that you can go follow him and help him rebuild his following. He had a huge impact on the melatonin video. Um, now, the next thing I want to talk about is the stretching sequence. So at the very beginning, there's tricks overlaid on top of it. And I realized as I was editing, um, when I started doing the overlays that those two clips went together pretty well. And then there's another, uh, clip where I do some, it's what it is. It's Vulcan tech gospel moves. So poi theory moves, but with my arms instead of with poi. And uh, I'll get into why I did that later, but I did some of that. And then I also did some Vulcan tech gospel moves with my yo-yo and completely unintentionally 
those two clips aligned perfectly. I wasn't intending to overlay them, but there's a moment where I do a, a 1.5 and then shoot it behind my arm and then recapture into a 1.5, which is a trick that I learned from some Tyler Severance tutorial, I think on yotricks.com. But anyway, um, he, I, I, I do that trick and then I'm doing something else with my arms and the overlay of that. And I just want to point out that that aligned so beautifully and I didn't even mean for it to. And like when it happened, I, I just like gasped because that looked so much cooler than I was expecting it to. And I didn't even want to overlay them, but I just had to because I couldn't leave that out. So I just want to call that out, call some attention to it and just look at how neat that is and just how cool it is that like unintentionally, it's those happy little accidents that Bob Ross talks about that like <laughs> that really makes um, improvisational like a little bit of improvisation, very important to making, uh, uh, you know, any, any work of art. And so I, I just want to call that out and remind you, like, if you're making some, if you're making any yo-yo edit, don't be scared to take advantage of those happy little accidents and keep them in the project. Um, a little concept from a book called Free Play, which is a book I shout out a lot by, I think, Stephen Nachmanovich, um, is... He, he talks about how all art is really improvisation that just gets recorded. And so I just want to shout out a little thing of like how that comes out in action. Um, so yeah, the next thing I want to talk about is, and there's two more things I want to hit. One is that this whole video was sort of a call out to the flow community, like a sirens call so that I could, you know, lure them in and show them like, hey, we yo-yoers are doing some flow arts now and, uh, and, and like we have, we have the technology. We are at the level that you can come join us and come pick up a yo-yo. And then um, the reason it's a siren's call is then we stick them with a yo-yo and now all the flow artists are carrying around yo-yos. That's the hope at least. Uh, excuse the giant VW bus that's just passed with a very noisy engine. But, uh, but yeah, so that's, that's why I included that arm sequence, which kind of looks out of place in a yo-yo video that I'm just like, it almost looks like I'm stretching, um, but sort of in a neat way. Uh, what I'm really doing is some Vulcan Tech Gospel transitions. And Vulcan Tech Gospel is uh, poi theory that like the real poi people know. And I barely scratch the surface of my understanding of it. I barely really understand it, but um, I understand enough to have included some transitions and some moves from VTG that if a flow or a poi artist looks at it, they will go, oh, this guy knows what he's doing. And so my hope is that we can get involved with that community and get our community involved with theirs and start to exchange ideas because that is so much, so, so much of what my tricks are is literally just taking from the poi and flow community and implementing it into yo-yoing and vice versa with my poi. Like that is, that is a lot of what I do. And that's a very easy hack to being innovative is just find a parallel community to yours and exchange your ideas. Like that, that does, uh, that's all that I'm doing. That's it. Uh, and you can too. And I highly recommend that you do. Um, so if you're interested in learning some poi stuff, look up Nick Woolsey's uh, he's the founder of, I believe, playpoy.com. So you can also check that out. But, uh, Nick Woolsey's tutorial series, it's on Udemy. It's like $45, but it will get you from beginner to 
pretty pretty proficient in poi like very very pro definitely my level of uh, of poi wherever i am you can get there through this series probably even further uh likely even further and then he has an advanced series where you can get way beyond where i'm at and that's another 45 dollars. but you know i trust him i just watched like 30 percent of that first series and improved my poi spinning exponentially so i can't shout that out enough um just watching those videos and saying how can i do this with a yo-yo will get you so many new tricks uh the last thing the last thing i want to discuss in this episode before i leave you and hopefully get a little closer to picking up my car is there is a um i didn't even realize to call it this after i posted the video uh, my buddy chris chun who's been on the show before uh also an excellent yo-yoer sponsored by duncan shout out to duncan uh he hit me up and he was like yo that 1080 grind was insane or something along those lines and that is a trick that i don't believe i have ever shown before i was saving that for the melatonin video um i posted something very very slightly similar to it a couple days before uh, so you can check my Instagram, I-L-I-N-X underscore T-O-Y-S, if you want to see the, the thing that's a little bit similar, just the beginning of that trick is similar. So I think I called it like a tangent grind or something. Um, it's one of those videos titled Melatonin Sessions. Anyway, this is a grind where I grind the, the yo-yo on my throw hand forefinger, and then I rotate my arm uh, in a circle... Um, perpendicular to the plane of like my shoulders, the plane that passes through my shoulders. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's on the plane that like, if you're standing forward and you just like move your arm up, uh, it, it's that plane. So I'm moving my arm like that and I move my arm 360 degrees and then 720 and then 1080 degrees. And all the while that yo-yo appears to be grinding on my finger. And then at the very end, the yo-yo is still grinding on my finger, and then I bind. And that is a trick that I love because it looks really, really hard. It is very, very hard, but um, it's kind of an illusion because for half of that trick, I'm not actually grinding. And that is a little piece of, of grinding tech theory that I, I think I've developed which is that you don't actually have to be grinding. You just have to be moving. Um, there's a magic concept. Uh, it's similar to misdirection. It's that a big motion will cover a smaller motion. And the, the biggest example of this is the, the paddle move. Um, if you've ever seen any magic trick that involves like a little paddle that you hold, and maybe there's a coin on that paddle. Uh, so like, you know, a little imagine a, a ping pong paddle but way smaller so it fits between your fingers uh, so there's a coin on one side then you wave it around the coin disappears and then you show it on both sides and the coin isn't on either side and then you wave it again and the coin reappears and what you're really doing is as you show both sides of that paddle you're spinning the paddle around so you're really only showing one side twice and of course there's more advanced uh things that you can do with with these paddle based tricks but the point is that the big motion of turning your hand upside down covers the small motion of your finger uh, spinning the paddle around as you turn your wrist so uh, no one sees the paddle spinning around they just see your hand turning over the paddle so it looks like you're showing both sides now if you and you can implement that theory into a lot of magic stuff but 
I implemented it into this grinding trick because half of the time that yo-yo is just getting flung around, essentially. My hand, my, my finger lets off of the yo-yo and then the other fingers just hold onto the string. And then once I hit the front of my body, I continue the grind. So I just put my finger back under the yo-yo and that big motion of the yo-yo getting flung all around in a, a, a 360 degree circle covers the small motion of my finger moving away and then back under the yo-yo. So I just wanted to do a little reveal on, on how that worked. And maybe if, you, if you're able to do that, go ahead and take a video and post it and tag me in it, but don't, don't tell anyone how, to, how, it, how it works. Maybe say, wanna know how to do this? Go listen to Kill Your Yo-Yo podcast episode uh, I think a, uh, 10 is what this one's probably going to be. I'm not positive. I might post the Justin Dower interview first, but uh, either 10 or 11 and go say, go listen to that and follow it and rate it because it's a great podcast. Uh, because once again, this podcast cannot sustain without a growing audience. And the only way to do that is for you to tell your friends that it is happening. Uh, this is such an important project to me and I need your support and I need your help. And if you like this, the best thing that you can do is to share the podcast with your friends. The second best thing that you can do is save up money and buy a melatonin when it drops on illingstoys.com, yoyosam.com, yotricks.com, and possibly yoyo expert eventually. Andre is very busy and he is not responding to emails because he is very, very busy. So. Uh, it might be on Yo-Yo Expert eventually, but uh, probably not for the initial drop. So watch Yo-Yo, watch Yo-Yo Sam, Yo-Tricks, and Illingstoys.com. That's I-L-I-N-X, uh, nope, not an underscore, I-L-I-N-X-T-O-Y-S.com. That is where the melatonin will be dropping, and I make the most money if you buy it through Illingstoys.com. So do it through that first until they sell out. Anyway, um, I thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you for being a listener, and I, I hope that you enjoyed this episode for a little deep dive deeper into the backstory of the melatonin video. And uh, man, I cannot wait for the, the next video to come out. I've already started uh, sketching up initial plans for it, and it's going to be good. So thank you once again. Share this episode with your friends. Share the show with your friends. And I will see you next time on Kill Your Yo-Yo. Peace.